I remember when I started the school and I said to my uh, beloved uh, friend, Maya Angelou, I said, Maya, I'm so, I'm so, just so proud that I was able to create the school. And I said, this is going to be my greatest legacy. And Maya said to me, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea what your legacy will be, she said to me, because your legacy is every life you've touched. And that shifted the way I saw legacy or what you leave behind or what you do. Because Maya ex was explaining to me that, you know, over all the years of watching your show, everybody who decided that they were going to go back to school or lose weight or no longer hit their children or get out of a bad marriage, all of those people who have seen and experienced your voice, and the same thing with everybody here, you have no idea what your legacy <laughs> will be. Your legacy is every life that you've touched. And we like to think of it. I know you have done amazing things with your philanthropy. We like to think that these great philanthropic moments are the ones that leave the impact or will make the huge difference in the world. But it's really what you do every day. It's how you use your life to be a light to somebody else's, you know? And it's how you use your work as an expression of your own art, whatever that is. So I don't... If your legacy is tied, if your legacy is tied to the amount of people that you impact, and you're a business owner, you're a creative, you're someone who wants to get your work out to the mass amount of people. You want to get your business from point A to point B. What if I told you that the greatest way for you To take your business, take your work, and multiply it so then you can impact more people is through scale. And what if I told you scale is best done through collaboration? If I showed you that, then I could show you how to create flow. Because once you create flow, you create new streams of income. The fact of the matter is the biggest challenge for African-American business today is not access to capital. And let me say that again. It is not access to capital. The biggest challenge for African-American businesses today is scale. So what happens is, is that I, we've got a series of clients. We'll put on an entrepreneur summit. We'll have 30 corporate clients who will come who are begging to come and do business with uh, minority-owned businesses. And some of them will come up to me and say, listen, I got three small contracts. Can you put me in touch with who I can? I'm going to give this contract directly to this business. Well, here's a heads up. You cannot be doing sales of a half million dollars and bid on a $10 million contract. So what's a small contract in, the, in corporate America 
may, which maybe Walmart was one of our examples. They had three contracts. He said, I got a, apologizing to me. I got a $50 million contract apologizing, a $200 million contract and a $750 million contract. I said, do you know that overnight that the, the lowest of the contracts puts them in the BE100s? I said, it can't operate that way. But what we have, and this is the going to what is the real problem, we have to bury our egos and combine our businesses. If, if Delta and Northwest can get together and JP Morgan and Chase get together, why can't Pookie and Ray Ray get together? Right? The, the, notion of, the notion that somehow or another, I need to have a gold-plated business card that says I'm president, CEO, chairman, what have you, of nothing, of a business that makes $100,000, you can't deposit business card. It may be great in the nightclub to show someone you've got, you're the chairman, CEO, but it doesn't mean it. You can't deposit it. It's interesting, Tommy, because uh, I mean, I've spoken. So how do you create those collaborations? How do you get aligned? How do you get within the flow of an existing ecosystem that allows for the generation of wealth? Because that's the machine in which this whole circuit runs off of. That's why people are investing in stock markets. That's why people are investing in businesses. The whole machine is ran through economies of scale, through different industries. The whole game is ran through what industry do you play your game in? So do you even know what industry you're in? And if you're investing in the stock market, do you know do you know the diverse the, the, the diverse amount of companies out there who actually are putting money back into the black community? Do you know that game? Is it is it something that you're investing into and putting back money in? Because, OK, so now you're making one hundred thousand dollars a year. Now you're making four hundred thousand dollars a year. Now you've gotten your company to where you need it to be. But what are you investing back into? Or is that black dollar going back into where it needs to go? Are you watching that closely? I just saw I just saw where there's now a great opportunity for us to put our our money where our mouth is. The question is, are we really going to do it? Are we going to create the flow? Are we going to create the flow where all of us say, hey, this is a great opportunity. We should all put our money on this. That's how you create flow. Yesterday, NAACP President Derek Johnson rang the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange uh, to highlight the NAACP's Minority Empowerment ETF. An ETF is like a mutual fund that will invest in companies that invest in our community and support the goals of the NAACP. This is a way to support social justice and maybe make some money at the same time. It's the first time in the 110-year history that the NAACP has participated in the opening or closing of the New York Stock Exchange. Joining us right now is Derek Johnson to talk about this ETF. Derek, glad to have you. Where did this originate from uh, to create this ETF, and how long have y'all been working on this? 
Roller, first of all, thank you for having me on the show with one of my idols, Joe Madison, uh, who for many years served on the board and on staff. And then uh, the person, my new boss, Tiffany Lofton, who tried to tell me what to do, even though I think she is the youth director. She uh, tell that all so of us what to do. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, the, 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 the concept of an electronic trading fund is born out of the legacy of the NAACP. There was a time where we had a fair share agreement program. And then we started doing industry reports. We've had other iterations of how to hold corporations accountable uh, as it relates to our value systems and diversity. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I thought so I heard somebody talking. And so uh, ETFs have been a, a growing part of investment strategies, particularly for pension funds that are adopting socially responsible lending. But in NAACP, we've already had an industry report, and we've seen this instrument as, as an opportunity for us to uh, create a market-driven uh, imperative for companies to have diversity. This is getting pension funds who have, have adopted uh, uh, social responsible investment principles, uh, uh, providing them with the index. And the ETF is an index on diversity. Do you have uh, African Americans on your board? Do you have African Americans in C-suite? What is your procurement chain? And all of those things come together. And our partner, uh, Morningstar, through an analytic firm called Synalytics, they measure companies' performance based on the companies filing their SEC forms. Uh, it is a strategy to, to, to hold corporations accountable for diversity knowing that corporations have one responsibility legally, and that's to maximize profit for shareholders. And until we deal with uh, impacting the profits, then we will always be in this perpetual treadmill of companies do bad, we, we jump in, they do good for a while until they go back and do bad again. So how? So with, this, so, with this, so with this ETF, Derek, how can a person watching, how can someone on the panel, uh, how can, what, is, is it something they can invest in? So how, how, how does that work for the consumer? It's, it's a mutual fund for the most part. Got it. Uh, it's, it's a mutual fund where people can invest in. It, it drives a conversation around corporate diversity. Uh, the NAACP, we, we are given the value proposition of what the criteria should be in terms of diversity. And then uh, uh, our partner, Morningstar and Impact Strategies, they manage and then they rate the funds. And what the investment that come in there, NAACP generate revenue uh, as we hold companies accountable. Okay. So we're not beholden to the companies. We are beholden to a value system of, of diversity. All right, then. Well, uh, we certainly appreciate it. Where can folks go learn more about this NAACP ETF? Uh, you, you can... Uh, uh, look up online, Impact, Impact Strategies, uh, Impact Shares, I'm sorry, Impact Shares, NACP ETF, and information come up there. You can uh, look them up on New York Stock Exchange. Where, uh, the, the fund is publicly traded on the stock exchange. Uh, we were pleased that we had uh, the first individual uh, to put the uh, billion dollars into the fund, and we're going to grow it over time. All right. Derek Johnson, CEO of NAACP, we certainly appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. All right, folks. I think that's a good move. I think that gives you another 
a place to actually potentially look at uh, diversifying your money if you saw it as a benefit for your portfolio. So, the moral of the story is simple. The greatest advice that a billionaire received was you won't even know your impact because you don't even know all the lives that you've impacted and, and changed their mindset or helped them in some way. So the only thing you can do in this life is find strategic ways to impact more people. Impact as many people as you possibly can in the most positive way. If you can do that and inspire people that way, that becomes your legacy. And I'm saying that a strategic way to do that is through partnering with other companies. Partnering with other movements that are aligned with your movement. And I'm saying by creating a flow where multiple people can come into an ecosystem and all profit, that's where I would like for us to focus. Because in that, in that is where the answer is. We just create our own flow. We create our own game. And so I'm reaching out to many different industries. Saying, hey, let's create flow together. Now, the question is, are you going to create flow with me? Or are you going to try to stop our flow? Let's flow this economy by working together, by partnering. (laughs) All we would have to do all we would have to do is build brand equity. Brand equity Specialized knowledge and assisting one another in being profitable. You won't know your legacy. You won't know your legacy because you won't know all the people that you've impacted. All you can do is impact as many people as possible. And the only way, and one of the only ways to do that is by creating a flow that will last forever.